This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Eugene. North Attleboro Police arrested a second suspect last Monday in the carjacking of a 78-year-old woman outside her Kelly Boulevard home next to the Briggs Nursery in November. 23-year-old Andrew Sullivan, whose last known address was in Attleboro, was arrested at the North Attleboro Police Station after being called in for questioning by police detectives. According to North Attleboro Police Captain Joseph Dorenzo, Sullivan is accused of dropping off an accomplice near the woman's home on November 20th of last year. Sullivan was arraigned in Attleboro District Court facing charges of carjacking and conspiracy to commit carjacking. The alleged accomplice, 25-year-old Robert P. Parker of Bellingham, was ordered held in jail without bail after a dangerousness hearing last week. Parker pleaded innocent to charges of armed carjacking, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon on a person over 60, and uttering threats to kill. Parker was arrested after police received anonymous tips in the case. The effects from Friday's nor'easter which wiped out power for most of the area, were still lingering as power failures in area communities persisted on Sunday, with expectations that electricity would not be fully restored until Monday or Tuesday. As of last Sunday night, 18,322 of National Grid's 114,938 customers in Bristol County were still without power, as well as 20,752 of Norfolk County customers. In Foxborough, most of the town, 7,770 out of 8,273 National Grid customers had no electricity Friday night, but that dropped to 487 on Sunday night. In Mansfield, town manager Kevin Dumas said the storm caused significant damage townwide. At the height of the storm, there were over 3,100 homes and businesses without power. As of Sunday evening, there were less than 200 customers without electricity in Mansfield. National Grid had nearly 500 crews working around the clock to restore service to the 146,000 customers that remained without power on Sunday night. Eversource reported on Saturday night that they still had 182 customers in Norfolk that still didn't have electricity. The Foxborough Historical Commission has voted to begin a process that could postpone demolition of the former downtown fire station and another town-owned property slated for redevelopment. Commission Chairman Mark Ferenick said the commission voted to hold a hearing on whether to require a six-month delay in demolishing the vacant fire station and the former funeral home, both owned by the town. The commission has labeled both buildings as historically significant. 
However, former Foxborough Building Commissioner William Casperer confirmed at a previous meeting that the town has already filed for demolition permits for the structures. The Board of Selectmen will now schedule a hearing to determine if the six-month delay should be invoked before a demolition permit could be issued. Town officials have been working on plans to seek a developer for the fire station and the funeral home properties. The pool of finalists looking to become the next superintendent of the King Philip Regional School District in Rentham has been narrowed from three to two candidates. The finalists are Kevin Carney, current superintendent in Uxbridge, and Paul Zini, the superintendent in Avon. The third finalist was Glenn Brand, the former superintendent of the Acton-Boxborough Regional School District and former assistant superintendent in Sharon, who dropped out after he was named head of schools in Wilmington. School committee chairman Patrick Francamano said the plan is to pick the new superintendent this week. School board members decided not to renew the contract of the current King Philip superintendent, Elizabeth Zielinski, who will continue to head the school system until the end of the school year. $1.2 million for athletic facilities needs approval from Foxborough voters. That story coming up next. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Foxborough voters will see a request for $1.2 million on the town meeting warrant in May for the new construction of athletic facilities at Foxborough High School. School business administrator Bill Eukner said the money will be used to complete the school's outdoor campus project, which already includes a turf field, lighting, and a scoreboard. Typically, a project like this would be included in the school budget. But because of the amount of money needed, officials wanted to ensure the line items stood out to voters. Eukna told the school committee at their last meeting an eight-lane track would cost about $600,000 and the bleachers and press box would be another $550,000. Pending approval at the Maytown meeting, The project would be completed by next fall. And finally, a foul play arrest in Seekonk. A rash of robberies involving chickens, which were being stolen from local farms, came to an end last Sunday morning. Seekonk police officer Wayne Thornhill 
was on patrol when he noticed a suspicious vehicle with a male driver and a female passenger near a local farm at about 1 a.m. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed chicken feathers strewn throughout the back seat and a backpack that appeared to be moving. Seconds later, a feather protruded through the backpack's opening, and then an entire wing became visible. Officer Thornhill then opened the backpack and discovered a total of seven chickens inside. All of the chickens were returned to their owners, unharmed. The male and female suspects, who police did not name, were arrested and faced charges of larceny and animal cruelty. Seekonk police did not respond to requests for further information by the Sun Chronicle. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.